Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another show of Harmonics. Today's guest is one of the best guitar players in the San Francisco Bay Area, a great one. Plays with the legendary band Earthquake, Scotty London, brother. How are you here today, man? Doing great, man. Doing great. Oh, are you really good? You feeling good? You doing oh, yeah. all right? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. You know, the COVID thing's slowing everything down for everybody. It's, it's but, terrible, isn't you know, it? Doing all right, getting by, doing the best we can. You know? So let's let's get into what Scotty London's life's all about. I, I know you're one of the badasses, guitar players and all that. When did you actually start playing music? Uh, what I, was, you? I was about 15, mm -hmm. I guess, when I started uh, playing guitar. And, you know, at that point, I'm, you know, I'm in high school. And at, back in those days, man, it was all about Led Zeppelin and Hendrix. Mm -hmm and Deep Purple and UFO, you know, that's, that's where I was coming from. So that's, as a high school kid, that was, that was what inspired me. I was a big Richie Blackmore guy, you oh, know? excellent. Richie Blackmore was the king for me. And so, and Hendrix, of course, Hendrix. Yes. So, you know, that's, that's what got me into it initially as a guitar player. <laughs> and then, you know, it grows from there and music goes in and out of phases and stuff. And you kind of follow along and find your way through all that stuff. So, what was your first guitar? Uh, well, I had a really cheapo guitar that I first got. Mm -hmm. uh, I got it for Christmas when I was like 12, never touched it, you wow. know. And then, you know, when I got to be 14, 15 years old, I started goofing around on it and mm -hmm. a couple of my buddies started playing guitar. Yes. So we all kind of started out together. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I was, I started taking lessons. I took lessons from Vic Trigger. I don't know if you remember oh, the, yes, the Vic of Trigger band yeah. from Berkeley. Mm -hmm. um, he ended up being the, the head guy at uh, Musicians Institute down in LA. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so yeah, but anyway. Um, so me and my friends, we were all taking guitar lessons from Vic Trigger and, and getting started playing guitar. And at that point, you know, I was begging my mom, oh, I gotta have a Stratocaster band. Hendrix and Blackmore play Strats. I gotta have a Strat, please, mom, please. So true. And so, you know, she, so she relented uh -huh. and got, got me a Strat. And I, I've still got that Strat to this day, a 78 wow. Strat. Amazing. 78 Strat. Do you use strat. that at all when you're playing? I do, I do. It's not my main guitar anymore. Mm -hmm. But that's that's the number two that I bring with me to gigs. Wow, that's wild. Seventy-eight. So, shoot, that's that's forty-two years old. Yeah. Huh? That's pretty yeah. amazing, brother. Pretty amazing. So, in your life, you played with a lot of different bands. So, give me a give me a background on that. You played local clubs. I know you played some big. I, you played some very big shows. But tell me about you. You didn't start immediately. Start. You were doing covers, and then when did you start doing original music? Uh, well, you know, back in the high school bands, yeah, we were doing covers and mm -hmm. stuff. My first band was called Aftermath. Okay. We played in high school, you know, and, and we thought we were Aerosmith, you know, okay. two guitar players I and a understand. flamboyant Sing lead singer. All right. Uh, but, you know, uh, um, it wasn't too long after that, I guess early 20s, uh, we started a band called Cement Trampoline. Great name. And uh, we started out playing covers, mm -hmm. you know, we couldn't find a lead singer that we liked. Mm -hmm. So we started singing ourselves, right. me and my partner, Jim, mm -hmm. my best friend since fourth grade, you know. Wow. Um, and so, you know, with, we've kind of discovered when we started singing mm -hmm. that our voices sounded better together, right? So we started working on harmonies and singing harmony and dual vocal parts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So naturally that led us to kind of, you know, playing Beatles songs and, and 
Beverly Brothers and that kind of oldie great, stuff great. with harmonies. Right, right, right. Makes it beautiful. Yeah. And so, you know, that kind of, we started out as doing kind of an oldies tribute thing. Mm -hmm. And then from there, um, you know, we started after, I don't know, three or four years, we started writing songs. And then from there, it kind of developed and, and we got a pretty good following. We uh, made a little demo tape and we gave it to, uh, I don't know if you know, Russ Ketter. I've heard of that name. He was, uh, he was the owner of uh, Rather Ripped Records in mm -hmm. Berkeley. Right. If you remember Rather Ripped Records in I Berkeley. Do. Yeah. Uh, legendary record legendary store, right you know yes. um, and so and he signed us to a little indie record deal and we put out a couple of records mm -hmm. you know we did good we thought we were hot stuff you know mm -hmm. back then of course and uh, you know we had a couple albums out and we were playing big shows opening for you know guys from the velvet underground and mm -hmm. psychotic pineapple and just you know just names. doing yeah doing good shows mm -hmm. berkeley square you know berkeley the, square was the, a fun place all the keystones yeah it's that great places to play um so you know and that, that was when we started writing music though mm -hmm. was some in cement trampoline um and we had kind of jim and i had kind of a friendly rivalry you know he'd write a song and i'd go man that's pretty damn good you know I, okay all right all right i got one for you you know so i'd I'd hammer one or two out and he'd go, all right, all right, you know, and we'd go back and forth and eventually we had a pretty good repertoire of original songs. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it started. And to this day, you know, Jim passed away several years ago now, but mm -hmm. uh, I still kind of think, how would, how would Jim approach this? He's kind of my songwriting sounding Partner. board to this day, right. right? You know, love you, Jim. Mm -hmm. um, so. You know, I, I even when I'm still writing songs to this day, I still kind of think Thank about you, that that kind that's, of that's 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 a beautiful yeah. thing. That is really beautiful. Um, and and so that was kind of the birth of of my personal songwriting mm -hmm. journey was mm -hmm. in Cement Trampoline, mm -hmm. and you know, putting out getting material ready for the couple of records mm -hmm. that we got signed mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, you know, once you get into that, you, you can't stop. No, you can't. It's yeah. in your blood. Yeah. It's in your DNA, I should say, right? And so then I start, you know, reading all kinds of books and, you know, songwriting craft. And, you know, because mm -hmm. there, there is, people don't realize that there are... It's a technique. There's, there's very specific techniques and very specific little tricks and mm -hmm. very specific things that work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. There, there's, you know, so you're not really trying to reinvent the wheel no. when you're when you're writing a song. You're doing proven techniques that work mm -hmm. and and things like that. And so if you really dig into it and learn the songwriting craft, and again, the, nobody better than the Beatles, oh, the songwriting nobody, craft. You know no. what I mean? So if you study the Beatles at all, you you learn quite you a learn bit about up. songwriting. You learn how it's done, right? Yeah. So, so when you're when you're when you're doing your craft, let's just say let, let's just picture Scotty's in at home. Got maybe got the little candle going, or you got the little little drink or whatever. Got your guitar. Um, what key do you play in, or do you play in all a variety of different keys? What is the key? What is what is your favorite <coughs> key? Because um, I know you played with a lot of lead singers. You got a great yeah. one right now. We'll talk about him a little bit later. Uh -huh. uh, it kind of depends on what guitar I'm playing. If I'm just sitting around on the couch and I pick up my acoustic that's sitting around, mm -hmm. I'm usually in the, the key of G. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Open, open G, mm -hmm. um, just because you know you've got all your open chords available to you right, right, in right, that key. Right, right, right. Um, Only one sharp. Yeah, and so the, yeah, that's just the the easy way to go. You right, know, if right. you're strumming an acoustic guitar. If I'm playing an electric guitar, you know, it could be anything. Honestly, mm -hmm. um, when I'm really writing a song, mm -hmm. I will play with different keys to see where it 
fits the vibe, you right. know? What, where does this How riff does it formulate? How yeah. does it formulate? I mean, a lot of times, you know, if you've got a lot of open string riffs, mm -hmm. you're gonna be in E or A or mm -hmm. one of those open mm -hmm. type keys. But most of the time, I will kind of play with the key to see where that, where that whole vibe fits the best. And to be honest, I don't really think about what key the singer's gonna be singing it in. <laughs> um, he'll have to adapt to the song, exactly. I Exactly, you have to, I, that's true. That's very true, you know. Derek and I do the same thing. He goes, what key you wanna sing? I always say E, A, D, whatever. And then he'll go, but we're gonna do it in G. Okay, <laughs> well, you, 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 got, so. you gotta do that right. You gotta follow your partner. So when you're doing that, and you're just, uh, are you actually writing the melody? You're getting the chord structure right. You, are you going one four, one four five pattern? You going minor, or no, you just I, you just? I rarely do one four five. That, you're just doing what? What are you doing? That's been done. That's blues, right? That's been done. So what do you normally go into? You just. Um, that kind of depends on how inspiration hits you. You know, mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'll. I'll think of or you know a, a cool phrase will pop into my head mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well hell that's a that'd be a great little catchphrase for a song you know there's my hook right right and so then it's all about turning that into a musical statement mm -hmm. and it all builds out from there mm -hmm. um, other times I'll be noodle around on the guitar and just go oh that's kind of a cool riff mm -hmm. what and it all builds out from there so it there's no one way of doing it you know mm -hmm. it's kind of whatever is happening at the time that's working, go with that. Let's go with you know? it. Right. And so that's, that's the approach I take to it anyway, is just, you know, whenever something hits, follow up on it. That's it. Feed on it. I, I, wanna, I wanna say something real quick. What he just said about noodling on the guitar, that's old expression. I'm just noodling on the guitar. I call my guitar players up back in the day and then I go, what are you doing? I'm just noodling around my guitar, <laughs> you know? Cause you're just kind of, you're riffing all over trying to figure this thing yeah, out. just playing. Just playing. So. You're, right now, you're in the midst of, uh, I know you're a guitar teacher. Mm -hmm. So how does that affected you, this whole pandemic, the last, what yeah. is it? Now we're in the ninth month or 10th? Yeah, yeah. ninth month. Too many months. Yes. Um, well, it's affected everybody. Right. You know, I mean, the band Nobody's has playing. no gigs. <laughs> yeah. The no band way. has no gigs. Right. That put everything, you know, brought it all to a screaming halt. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were just at the very beginning of the songwriting process for an album. We wanted to record an album this year. Right. And so we, you know, that all stopped. Mm -hmm. Everything stopped. Everything stopped. Everything just stopped. Mm -hmm. So, you know, no gigs, no recording. Um, we're still songwriting. Okay. You know, but, uh, but we have to do that gen virtually. Virtually, right. Yeah, Remotely. you know, with FaceTime and Zoom and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're doing that. Okay. You know, I've, I've put a few songs in, Robbie's co-writing with everybody and writing, mm -hmm. he, you know, and, and Johnny, everybody's contributing. Right. Um, and we're, you know, we got a pretty good batch of songs right now, good. but we're just kind of waiting until we're able to Go into get in the studio. Right, You know, right. get in the studio and safely record with everyone and, you know, not have to be so, so rigid. walking on eggshells. Yeah, I know. It's, know, it's so odd. So how many students, I know you're, um, I've heard about your your teaching guitar. Mm -hmm. How how's this affected you? You what was the height of your, uh, you know, your students till now? What do you, what did you have at one time? Uh, well, at one time I had about forty, close to forty. That mm -hmm. was the peak. Usually mm -hmm. I'm at around 30, 32, 33 students. Mm -hmm. How about per now? month? How, really? How about now? Uh, well, per week actually. Mm -hmm. um, now I'm down to 16, 18, something like that. I think it is. Wow. So I'm at about half, right. you know, it's, it's the, the pandemic it has cut my business 
you know that's my bread and butter exactly right? you know? yeah you exactly. and i know you know you yeah. don't we don't make a lot of money yeah, playing yeah, yeah. clubs right so um teaching you know is where i make my money and it's i'm living on half my dough wow. you know so it's 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 not an easy time it's not an easy time so when a student comes to you i just want to because mm -hmm. you're you got to be one of the most likable guys on the scene. You know that, well, man. You. you know, just you just you know how when we met, it's just you're just a great guy. Um, how do you start a student? Like, say, when a student, you got you got beginners, possibly mm -hmm. intermediate, and then you got guys that are really mm -hmm. trying to learn some other tricks from you and your your experience. How how does that? How do you how do you how do you balance that out? You know, with got to be real kind to the <coughs> beginner. You don't want them to leave. Right. Well, that's that's part of the, the thing anyway is encouragement, mm -hmm. right? No mm -hmm. matter what level they're at or how good or bad they are, mm -hmm. encouragement is part of the thing. Right. You know what I mean? I, I always say, you know, you're doing great. Keep it up, man. Practice this week. Do great. Don't mm -hmm. forget to bring your check next week, you know? Right. Get your bread and butter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, be realistic, um, right? But... You know, it depends, honestly, on where the student is, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. The very beginner students, little kids, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, mm -hmm. you got to start them out with Mary Had a Little Lamb playing just a little melody on one string, mm -hmm. learning how to press down notes and pick at the same time. And, you know, <laughs> yes. it's just a mechanics thing. Right, right. And so, you know, that's where you start little kids in the mm -hmm. very, very beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, intermediates who can already play some chords, you know, mm -hmm. you'll then you'll jump into teaching them some songs, you know, mm -hmm. okay, let's mm -hmm. do Hotel California or, wow. you know, wow. songs, you yeah. know, they want to learn songs at that right. point. Um, and so, you know, you got to kind of judge every student mm -hmm. for where they are when they start. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you know, you get more advanced students. All right, now we're, let's get into modes and let's get into different soloing things mm -hmm. and different, mm -hmm. you know, key structures mm -hmm. and, and um, melodic theory and mm -hmm. all kinds of things like that. Mm -hmm. Songwriting, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I, I love getting into the songwriting end of things with, right. with, with students because there's so much to talk about, right? right. Little tricks, again, those little tricks, little tricks and little techniques that work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those are, those are things that... They're key. Um, yeah. That's the key. Yep. And, and that's what really is fun to turn people on to, right? Mm -hmm. When people discover that, then all of a sudden they're sitting in their car listening to a song and they go, oh, well, there's a, there's that middle eight that he was talking about, right? There's that Bingo. bridge. Oh, double chorus at the end. He was just telling me about that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, things like that. Just, yeah. just. And it makes you feel good and makes you motivated even more to get them involved even more with their instruments. Absolutely. And, you know, and I think back to, again, I'll mention him again, Vic Trigger, my guitar teacher, right? Huge influence on me. Right. Right? And mm -hmm. started my whole journey pretty much. And Is Vic still alive? No, he's not. Oh, he okay. passed away a few years ago, too. Um, what was I saying? Oh, but to be kind of that guy mm -hmm. for other people mm -hmm. is... Um, Huge for me. It's a I, blessing. I just, I, yeah, I really enjoy it, and it really a is a blessing. spiritual connection. It because, is. Because what you're saying right there is you're taking the man that actually showed you, a music teacher, and you're carrying that on. Exactly. Carrying it on to exactly. others. And like I said, it was so huge for me if, you know, I, I don't expect to be that huge for all my students, but mm -hmm. if I can be that huge for even one or two of those people. You've made it. That's huge. Right, it's huge. Right? Yeah. And, and I, I hear all the time from people, you know, students that haven't, I haven't seen in four or five years will call me up and go, oh, dude, I'm in a band now, and we're playing out, and it's great, that's and I just great. want to thank you for my journey, and, yeah. you know, and, you know, so that's, that's the kind of stuff 
Besides the money. Happen. Yeah, that, that really makes easy. makes it, you know, a, a, a fun and worthwhile profession. You right. Because I always told myself, as a kid, you know, I was pretty realistic. Mm -hmm. You know, very few people become mega rock stars. Very few. You know, and so, you know, I never really expected to be a big rock star. Mm -hmm. Of course, I wanted to. Of course. We all did. Well, Wes, we all course. did. You know, that's, of that's, 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 that's the, the dream. dream. That is the but job. I always told myself, you know, if I could just make a living mm -hmm. on my guitar, mm -hmm. I'd be a happy man. Amen. You know, and so I've been doing that for bring a lot of joy, brother, for, for many years now. You you bring a lot of joy when you're on stage, and you can see that you have a lot of joy. I think once the pandemic comes back, uh, gets out, and we get back to playing live again, I think there's going to be a whole different kind of joy. Oh, absolutely. You know, because you're missing it. it you know, this is the first time it kind of like For everything. For us just, and the audience. Yes. And I think that's a, a, a thing. Let's, let's talk about, um, let's talk about your band, Earthquake. Okay. Long life, long life, long oh, lines. Yeah. Long, you got roots there. Um, let's talk about each of them individually because you're there. Mm -hmm. um, let's, we'll, go, we'll, go to the, we'll go to the rhythm section first. Let's go to Larry Lynch. Great drummer. Huh? Great drummer, great vocalist, man. That guy can sing. Sing, yeah. He added a whole another dimension to our band when he when he joined. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just the harmonies and the the, the beautiful vocals that he adds. Mm -hmm. In addition to being a badass drummer, badass drummer, um, and just the you know the his exuberance. Yeah, he's he's and he's a great guy. Right. You know, so played with Ken. Yeah. Played with yeah Greg. from the Greg Ken band. Yeah. Um, you know, played on all those great records, all those million, million selling so records. Big, big time. Yeah, he played on all those. So, um, yeah. Great Nothing guy. like Larry, man. Nothing like Larry. Nothing like Larry. Such an exuberant guy. And, and that's how, when, we, when you went to uh, your show, when I did the MC for you guys, when you did the video, I got to reconnect with Larry because mm -hmm. we played Long Branch years and years, 40 uh, years ago, right? Yeah. So then, um, the Jet. Jimmy Jet. Yeah, Jimmy Jet, man. Smalling. Let, tell me about him. I know he's going through a little bit of health issues. He's got some health issues he's dealing with now. I don't know how much we want to get into that right yeah, here. Yeah, but, uh, great bass player. Oh, unbelievable bass uh -huh. player. Again, you know, all the guys in the band are top notch. Class A. Yeah, top notch. So <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's what's fun about it. But um, Jimmy's the nicest guy in the world. Of course. Jimmy's just the nicest guy in the world, man. Mm -hmm. I love Jimmy. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, a great musician, great mm -hmm. ear. Mm -hmm. Um, Great stage presence. Yeah, exuberant. I mean, stays in the pocket. That's that's something that that I feel like this band really has going for them is that everybody likes each other, genuinely likes yeah, each other, yeah. and we get along well, mm -hmm. and we you know we have fun together, and should be playing Fillmore. That's why I tell people. I'd love you know, to. Huh? I'd you love know what to. I mean? So and then let's go let's go over to your lead vocalist who we've known a long time, mm -hmm. Johnny O'Day. Johnny O'Day. Johnny got me in the band basically. Mm -hmm. um, you guys were in a band together previously years ago uh, not really no you guys we, knew we've just known you, each other you guys kind of rubbed shoulders yeah right? oh yeah we we've been good very good friends for mm -hmm. many many years great singer uh black in my oh, cement great. trampoline days johnny was in a band called air raid uh, yes with the great tommy mary yeah um i don't know if you know tommy oh so i know tommy yeah. too and gotta so, get him on the show yeah mm -hmm. and so um and cement trampoline and air raid were very different bands, but mm -hmm. we were like brother bands because we hung out all the time, all the time and right. gigged together and did all kinds of stuff together. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, they'd come to our gigs and we'd go to their gigs. Support. And, yeah. And, and, you know, even when we weren't gigging, we were hanging out. You know, we, we were, <laughs> those were the party days. Uh -huh, right? Of course. So, 
Um, but Johnny was the singer in Air Raid, mm -hmm. and so that was when I first met him, and that was, again, many, many moons ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we've known each other for a long time. Great guy. And, Oakland uh, boy. Yeah. Oakland boy. Oakland boy. Yeah. And so uh, he, he was recording a solo album. With Tommy. Uh, with Tommy. Right. Audacious Rising. Mm -hmm. And uh, he wanted me to do a slide track on, on the album. Um, and so he called me up and said, you know, I want you to, want you to play slide on this song. And absolutely, let's do it. How are we going to do this? Tommy, well, Tommy's going to be in your house, at your house tomorrow or, you know, next week, whatever he said. <laughs> All right, well, let's do it. So Tommy Tommy's came over, we, we recorded the, the slide tracks mm -hmm. and, and uh, the record came out, you know, mm -hmm. great sounding record. Mm -hmm. And then about, I don't know, I don't even remember exactly, maybe six months after that, Johnny called me up and he said, hey, man, I'm the new singer in Earthquake. We need another guitar player. Boom. All right. Yeah. So I didn't need no hesitation there, you know. Earthquake. Yes. Man. Huh? Wow. All right. That's, count me in. Count you I'll in. I'll be there. I'll be there. That leads right into the one and only, the great Robbie Mr. Dunbar. Mr. Dunbar. What do you think of Robbie? Robbie's just such a fabulous. Oh, he's a great guy. But he's an unbelievable musician. Oh. I mean, he's an unbelievable musician. Another one, grade A, top A. Well, yeah, huh? I mean, it, it's just a it's, pro. It's it's an honor and a pleasure to play with Robbie. Mm -hmm. He's he's um, he's so accomplished, right? I mean, he's got a degrees. The, uh, yeah, he's got musical degrees. He's you know tunes pianos by mm -hmm. ear. He's amazing. And you know, he he's just one of the best I've ever seen at mm -hmm. just feeling out and sounding out harmony mm -hmm. and and just hearing things, right? Like if I'm listening to a song and I'll, I'll have to sit down with my guitar and go, oh, all right, he, oh, that's where he's going. Robbie will just sit there and go, oh, he went to the flat five there, or you know, he went to, you he know, that, that's a minor, yeah, he just he hears it hear and it. knows instantly, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, where, where things are going. And so he's, and then again, just feeling out harmony parts and, and putting chords together and weird chords together and cool chords together and just, things like that, nobody better, nobody. right? Nobody, nobody better. So, um, well, I'm excited to hear your, once you guys get, I can't wait to hear you guys' album because yeah. we're our, we finished ours. Oh. And, and so now it's on for sale. So we're talking about a guitar player and, uh, and talking about Robbie and how great that, how Earthquake is, it's really developed into a whole other thing. I think that it's going to be much greater sum because you're you all your parts are so you all merge when you guys you guys all merge and now that you're writing it's going to be a little bit different you it probably is. do your old, old old covers and stuff like that from earthquake but now you have your new music that is represents the five of you the new band yeah so this this um as we wind down uh as you know this this um this segment of, of uh, harmonics is basically, we're going to dedicate this to Eddie Van Halen. All right. Um, so it, it's, it's kind of neat to have somebody of your stature because you are really one of the, when you're on stage, you're exuberant, dude. I mean, I feel you. Uh, you know, you're, you're great. You guys all mesh together. You move around the stage. You're like, you're, like, you're smooth, man. I go, look at this cat, man. He's <laughs> over here and now he's over there. Um, so that we're going to dedicate this segment to Eddie Van Halen. What did you think of Eddie when you first heard Eddie Van Halen? Same as everyone, you know, mind blown. Yeah. Right, you know, um, I'm of the belief that there's maybe three, four, maybe five guitar players ever 
that really changed the game. He changed it. And you know, you got Chuck Berry, mm -hmm. right? Who mm -hmm. pretty much invented gets rock Thank and you. roll yeah, guitar. Exactly, right. The rock and roll guitar, that's right. Chuck Berry. Right. Then you got Hendrix, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Changed the game, made mm -hmm. that crazy electric guitar do stuff that nobody had ever, you know? Who thought? And then you got Eddie. Eddie. And Eddie changed the game 100%, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. It was the birth of Shred. Birth right? of Shred. And so, that's and, a good and that's, guess, that's, huh? that's what Eddie brought to the mm -hmm. game is mm -hmm. just, you know, the virtuosity of guitar in rock and, and, and heavy music. Oh, he's, and he, and that was, and there was nobody guy. better. Nobody better. And that, see, that's another thing. So Eddie exuberated and how he smiled. Mm -hmm. You do almost the same thing to me. Well, I, when I watch you, I say to myself, look at him, he's just happy as hell. He's just grooving. How do you yeah. not have fun playing music? Huh? How can you uh, know? How right? do you not have fun? It's playing just so music? great. Well, Scotty, I want to thank you uh, for coming on the show. My pleasure. Uh, it seems like you know we're, we could go on and on. Uh, I, I'm well, going to invite you about yes, off I want camera. To, yeah, off camera <laughs> and um, and playing together. Blue Voodoo and Earthquake will be playing together hopefully in the future. Absolutely. Um, I want to thank you. I hope, wish you the best of luck. Um, to get more students, but really just to get that album out. You yeah. Know, it looks like it's going to probably Looking happen for you guys it. in probably 2021. Yeah. You know, uh, but right here, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you, man, it's this guy right here. If you get an opportunity to actually see Earthquake, keep your eyes on this guy. But the whole band you're going to keep your eyes on because they're exuberant. They're exciting. They're going to be somewhat much newer coming out in 2021. Uh, he talked about the pandemic, as you know, it has hurt all of us. But as customary, before we leave, uh, I always like to give a shout out to all the people that watch us worldwide. I like to thank my producers, Chad and Sujoy, for letting us come back and coming in the studio and, and doing this show. This has been a long time to do a, lo a live show. We'll be on our podcast, uh, Harmonics Podcast with Gregory Korea. I want to thank everybody that makes it all happen. And what I normally do, I give a shout out and we give a kiss to all the women out there. All right. Okay, here we that. go. Peace and love to you. <laughs>